Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy State, other state of the New York Knicks podcast, episode one hundred one fifty nine, and we're gonna talk about the Knicks and Content Day. And <laughs> it's funny that they call it Content Day. Um, it's funny how ESPN ran a whole two hour NBA media special and did not include the Knicks. I have no issues with that. I have no issues with James Dolan saying, fuck the media. We don't care about you. We don't need you to ask these stupid questions and just bars them out. Um, Today was also the last day that Mark Berman has is covering the Knicks. So shout outs to Mark Berman. And um, I appreciate him on all his endeavors. Um, hope he has a blessed life. Uh and I guess there's no more toxic <laughs> Nick Media left. Um, I don't follow those other guys. I only followed Mark Berman. I felt like Mark Berman, even though he was toxic, you need people like that. Um, you don't need a company man all the time. You need somebody who's going to say sometimes stuff that's against the grain. And, um, you know, shout outs to Mark Berman, man. But let's let's get right into it. And, um, you know, it's a new new season clean slate. You know, everybody's happy. The smiles was going. I like the vibe from this team. I like the energy that this team shows. Um, I like the fact that these guys are all smiling. They're all together. Uh, You see Jalen Brunson, you know, with the fake hand at the RJ, and he's smiling with Randall. He's smiling with RJ, man. I I love to see stuff like that. Um, And I loved what I heard today from Knicks Media Day. Um, so let's go down the list of each player who actually spoke. And the first guy that was up was R.J. Barrett. And, you know, I loved R.J. Barrett's demeanor. I loved the fact that he acknowledged the, the trade rumors. He said he didn't care about them. Uh, I believe him. But a little part, a, a little piece of me, we all human. I would think about those trade rumors just a bit, you know. But I feel like R.J. Barrett is mentally strong and you know, he doesn't have to worry about stuff like that. So I'm I'm proud of the Knicks for re-signing him, breaking the Charlie Ward curse of 1994. That was the last time we re-signed a first-round pick that we drafted. So I appreciate the Knicks for that. And um, I appreciate R.J. Barrett. You know, he, he knows what he got to work on. You know, he, he spoke about the free throws already. He spoke about uh, um, playing more... Playing, playing more prolific on offense. Uh, you see the videos. He's working on jab steps. He's working on triple threat moves. Um, he's working on the spin around jump, the spin around jumper that actually DeRozan does. Uh, he's working on the in between game. You know, it's still he still needs some tweaking on his handle. I still don't like it. Still look a little bit slow, but it's okay. Uh, R.J. Barrett will be in the NBA for a decade plus. He doesn't rely on athleticism. And, you know, you could appreciate a guy like that. Um, and I'm I'm happy for him as far as, you know, him talking so glowingly about Jalen Brunson. Um, he also said that the Knicks will shock the league this season. He, uh, listen, man, <laughs> getting a play-in game ain't a shock for me. Um, that's expected. I think shocking would be the Knicks getting a top four seed, um, just like the almighty fourth seed. I think that's how you shock us as fans. I think we all are on the play-in. This team, at best, I mean, at its worst, should be a play-in team. 
um, I'm confident about the guys that we got. I'm, I'm confident about uh, uh, what we have moving forward going into the season. And, you know, the vibes is immaculate. Shout-outs to Cam Reddish, too. He didn't speak, but he changed he changed his jersey number from 21 to 0. Um, zero is one of my favorite numbers. By the way, I always pick that number in, in 2K My Career Mode. Zero is like the go-to number in 2K My Career Mode. It's either zero or eight for me. Eight because of Kobe Bryant. Um, God rest his soul. Uh, zero is just because, you know, zero. Like, hey, you count it out. Zero. And I love the nickname Agent Zero. Shout-outs to Gilbert Arenas. Um, now, Hibachi was always one of my favorite players to watch growing up. Well, you know, you know... I, I'm a 32-year-old guy, so I, I've i grown up with the NBA from 2000 to 2010. Uh, great era, by the way. Appreciate that era. Um, but, it, you know, it's, it's great to see, getting back to the Knicks, it's great to see RJ happy. He's paid. He's excited. So I like to see that, man. I like to see him talk about Jalen Brunson, man, saying that we got three lefties now in Brunson. RJ and Randall in the starting lineup. So I'm I'm curious to see how they mesh. Um hopefully they mesh well. Hopefully uh um going into the next guy, uh Jalen Brunson spoke next to Miss Monica McNutt. Um beautiful lady, by the way. Um and, and JB talked about, you know, the trust, the communication, how he has a relationship with Tibbs, um, how he's getting in how he's Managing his relationships with the players on the team. Um, JB just talked about getting in the lab and, and talk about, you know, his comfortability with the team and, and, and the players on the team. And, you know, shout outs to JB, man, intelligent player. Um, he he rarely turned the ball over. Um, great pick and roll player. I think he was number one in the league in pick and roll points per possession. Uh, I think. Thibodeau was seventh in the NBA in pick and roll frequency. Um, we just was inefficient at scoring in pick and roll plays. Um, shout out to Alec Burks. He's not on the team no more. But, you know, when he's just starting point guard, what you expect? So, you know, Brunson, can he have the what's the impact I'm looking for? Can he have that Chauncey Billups 2004 Detroit Pistons impact? Can he have the 2005 Steve Nash impact? Am I asking for too much? Um, no. Do, <laughs> but yes, if, I, if, if I'm being nice, yes. Maybe I am. But at the same time, we have a young roster right now. And we need an on-court coach. Um, and I believe JB fills that role. I believe JB will be an extension of Tibbs, and he will he will get the message through. And I love the fact that JB is just he's just so intelligent, bro. Like when you hear him speak, he reminds me of my cousin. Shout out to my cousin Benjamin, by the way. And that's my cousin on my father's side. Um, my cousin he went to MIT. Cool dude, man. Uh, appreciate you, Quissy. Um, Quissy is his Ghanaian name, um, but. You know, JB is just, he's going to be phenomenal for the Knicks, man. I, I i have no issues with Brunson. I think Brunson will, will, will flourish. He has a chance to make the all-star team in his first season as a Knicks point guard. And I'm excited, man. I'm really excited to, to get on this journey with Jalen Brunson, man. Because Brunson, you know, Brunson, he, 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 he's, 
he he looks like the the uh, the point guard that this Knicks team needs, right? He's not too cocky, you know. He's always talking about what he's gonna bring to the team. Um, I actually have. Um, I have Jalen Brunson right here on my laptop, and and Jalen Brunson is basically talking about you know just being himself, you know, um, holding guys accountable, um, try to get guys easy looks. That's something I'm really looking forward to with Jalen Brunson, man. Jalen Brunson, I'm not going to judge him off box scores. I'm not going to judge him off how many points and stuff like that he puts up a night. I'm gonna judge him off who is he making better. Is he making the team better? Is he making players around him better? Is he holding other players accountable? Um, is he leading the right way? Those are some things that, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing Jalen Brunson do. So shout outs to Jalen Brunson. Um, and next, after Jalen Brunson, it was Obi Toppin. Um, shout outs to Obi Toppin, man. Picked eighth overall. Um, Leon Rose's first lottery pick. Uh, love the guy, man. Love, love the guy. He's he, he's always smiling. Um, he's a family man, so he's not gonna get into trouble. You know, he he's he's in the city a lot. He showed his face a lot in the summer. I like that. I like the fact that he pulled up to Kingdom in the middle of Harlem on one one fifteenth and Lenox, um, and just showing his face, man. And he wants to be here. Um, he cried when we drafted him. Uh, and, and you got to love Obi Toppin, man. Obi Toppin was talking about how he was working out in L.A. with a guy named Don McLean. Um, sharp shooting forward, Don McLean won the NBA's most improved player in 1994. And, you know, yeah, you know, he could he shot 29% from, from three. But who cares? You know, as long as Obi's working on his game, that's all I care about, man. I, I I don't care about who, who he's working on his game with. I just care about him working on his game. Because I don't know what to see from him next season. You know, Obi Toppin in, in one week literally had zero 20-point games. Then he had two 20-point games, one 30-point game, and then one 40-point game. And, you know, he was he was horrible from three at the start of the season. He picked up his three-point percentage and tied it with Julius Randle last season and way less attempts. And I like the fact that Obi Toppin is efficient from the field. I believe he shot 52% from the field. Uh, he has to get his three-point shot ready. Uh, I don't want him to start slow this season. I want him to start off really fast. And I think that Obi Toppin has a great chance. I, I think he has a chance to be a good player for the Knicks. I, the role that I would like for him to be in is the Aaron Gordon role on Denver. You know, Aaron Gordon could play three through five. Um, what can Obi Toppin play the three? I don't know. That is something I would like Tibbs to look at, you know, just in case, you know, tinker around, you know, see, see what you got in Obi Toppin. And I like the fact that Obi Toppin spoke about practicing with Jalen Brunson for weeks now. And he says it's, it's no pressure playing in the garden. He's excited about playing and, you know, it's basically having the same core and, and practicing with Jalen Brunson and, you know, having familiarity with the guys he's he's with. And it's also talking he also spoke about confidence and playing loose. And I think that's the biggest thing with Obi Toppin is the confidence um level with him. Uh I want him to keep shooting. Uh don't stop shooting. You miss every shot you don't take. And I think his confidence got in there towards the end of the season after all star break and it shot up even more when Julius Randle went out with the ghost injury. And um, 
it, it was nice to see. It was very nice to see from Obi Toppin. I know in 30 minutes, his numbers nearly mirrored Julius Randle numbers. You know, Julius Randle, 20, 10, and 5. I think it was 21, 10, and 5. Obi Toppin was like, uh, uh, I think he was 24, 24, 7, and 3. You know, so we know this guy can produce. Now it's up to Thibodeau. Thibodeau got to give him the minutes. Uh, Obi, can, Obi Toppin cannot play less than 25 minutes next season. He has to play minutes. I think he would be great for the Knicks if you find a way to get him on the court. So let's see. Let's see if Tibbs is going to adapt and, and adjust his rotations, you know. Um, shout outs to Derrick Rose. He was the next guy to speak. And Derrick Rose, you know, the biggest thing about Derrick Rose, he spoke about losing 20 pounds. He spoke about um, he was eating candy so much. He's a, he, his candy intake was, was serious. I'm a guy, I don't like candy like that. No, I never did. I, my nephew, my nephew is just like me. He does not like candy either. Uh, we prefer Cheerios and stuff like that. So shout out to Derrick Rose, man. He cut his can, um, sugar intake, um, changed his, his eating habits. And I like the fact that he acknowledged Knowledge that, and I like the fact that Tibbs challenged Derrick Rose. You know, challenge your vet. You know, challenge your vet to come in and, and, and hold himself accountable. But the biggest thing Derrick Rose talked about was, you know, um, he spoke about last season. He spoke about last season the Knicks was fighters and the Knicks fought in every game. And the Knicks never bowed down. And he spoke about everybody having a voice from 1 to 15 and holding each other accountable. I think that's the biggest thing, like... Holding each other accountable is one of the most things that was that was not apparent last season. Um, last season, it was tough to watch. You know, watching Randall Salk and, and slapping the laptop or, you know, watching Thibodeau just scream at refs but not scream at himself because he's putting his players not in good positions to succeed. You know, just accountability across the board. I think the Knicks really need that. And it's nice to have Derrick Rose back because Derrick Rose is a leader. He's a guy, the way he leads is on the court. Uh, he can't really lead from the bench. And he spoke about it a little bit. He's talking about how, you know, um, young guys don't really listen when you're just not playing. They listen when you're on the court more. And, you know, shout out to Derrick Rose. Everybody got a different leadership style. Uh, maybe Derrick Rose, that's his leadership style. And, you know, I know the kids are listening to the guy. Um, shout out to Derrick Rose, man. Appreciate this guy, man. He's been in the league for, for so many years. Uh, youngest MVP of all time. Uh, I wish a lot of you younger guys can, could have seen Derrick Rose in his prime, man. He was a great player, man. Derrick Rose was, was, he was great, man. He was great, man. I, I'll tell you that much. Um, the next guy who spoke was Mitchell Robinson. Shout out to Mitchell Robinson. Um, Mitchell Robinson, <laughs> he's a funny dude, man. Since we drafted him, he's been he's been more talkative each season. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, you know, he, he he laughed. He gave Monica McNutt the, the the high five and stuff like that. And she asked him like, "What you been working on?" He's he said he was working on conditioning, working on jump hooks, working on post moves, free throws, and shooting a lot of threes. Um, that's stuff that I like to see. Stuff that I like to hear. Um, work on stuff that you need to get better at. And the shooting a lot of threes thing, you know, I, I would love for Mitch to just shoot it when he's wide the hell open. Shoot it. Shoot the ball, bro. Shoot the ball. I don't know if Tibbs is telling him not to shoot, 
with this 1990 style uh, 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 way of thinking when it comes to centers. But he obviously didn't tell Taj Gibson that. But Taj Gibson worked on his jump shot late in his career and became a stretch four or five or a, or a stretch vet OG. <laughs> so Mitch shooting threes, maybe it won't come next season. Maybe it'll come the season after. But he has to find a way to spread the floor and score in various other ways besides just uh, putbacks, uh, tip dunks, uh, alley-oop dunks, uh, just dunking the ball. You know, he got to find a way to get on the court in the fourth quarter. His free throw percentage has been horrible, you know, his first four years. So he got to get the, he, he got to work on that. Um, from the videos I've seen, his free throw, his free throw uh, 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 form looks way better. Uh, and the biggest thing he also spoke about was conditioning. He mentioned conditioning a lot. And I agree with that. Um, Mitch, he would give you three solid games playing 25 plus minutes, and then the next game would be a dud. You're like, what the, what the, you like, what the fuck is wrong? Yo, Mitch, what's up? What's up? And there was various games I watched Mitch get outplayed by nobodies. Get he just just get outplayed. Um, I'm not even going to go back to last season, but let's see what he could do this season. And he also spoke about staying out of foul trouble. And he's excited to see how the team plays together. I'm excited too, man. I'm excited for Mitchell Robinson. My hot take for Mitchell Robinson is he will be an all-star this season. I think with the addition of Jalen Brunson, it's going to bring Mitchell Robinson to new heights. The confidence that Jalen Brunson could give Mitchell Robinson will be so unique. This man has had Alfred Payton, Moutier, uh, uh, Frank Nilakina, Kimball Walker, Alec Burks. You know, he had... Come on with the point guard play. Still shot above 70% from the field. Um, he's still top five in blocks. Still top five in block percentage. You know, it, it, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Mitch Robinson, I'm super happy that they re, the Knicks re-signed you this summer. Um, you earned your money. The man was making made under $4 million his first four years. He earned his money. So pay him his money. Um I appreciate that, though. Shout-outs to Mitchell Robinson. And the next guy who spoke was Evan Fournier. Um, Shout-outs to Evan Fournier, man. Great, great guy. Great teammate. He's never spoken bad about the team. I remember he challenged Tibbs during the season, spoke about the rotations, uh, uh, spoke about things that they need to do, need to um, fix. Um, I have nothing against uh, Evan Fournier. He's in great shape. He just was playing overseas, so so shout-outs to Eurobasket. and he was talking about confidence at home. That was the biggest thing that I got from what he said, was confidence at home. I know the Garden is a hard place to play, man. It is a hard place to play. Julius Randle will tell you firsthand. It, it, it was difficult for them last season at home sometimes. It was difficult. I will admit, I will admit that. There were some games where you're like, damn, if only if Tibbs can... can get through these guys or, or put a better rotation out there. But, you know, I agree with that, man. Confidence at home um, last season at Wavered. You know, hopefully Mitchell Robinson, I mean, Mitchell Robinson, hopefully Evan Fournier, you know, can play a role next season. Um, I don't see it personally. For me, it's Quentin Grimes and it's Cam Reddish. Those are the two guys. I think the Knicks, it's imperative that they must see those two guys play. I think it would be better for the Knicks if those two guys play. I'm not too concerned about the three-point shooting from both of those guys. 
Um, I, I would like to see the younger guys play. That no disrespect to to um, Evan Fournier, but you know it, it's time to move on from him. It's time to move on from him um, and, and and see what you got in Cam Reddish. See what you got in Quentin Grimes. You know, I feel like Quentin Grimes could fill the same role. You know, Evan Fournier fill could fill the same goddamn role, and you know. Quinn Grimes, I mean, Quinn Grimes and Cam Reddish, these guys ain't no pushovers, man. There is not no pushovers, man. So let's see, man. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for um that we got these certain guys, man. I'm happy for Quickly and, and all the guys that we got on our squad. Um Quickly spoke about, you know, just getting better, being in the gym, practicing. I like the fact that Quickly now has two point guards. Um in Brunson and in Derrick Rose, who get who who he can learn a lot of knowledge from, um, he can learn a lot a lot of things from from both of those guys. I Man, I think both of those guys are going to be great for Quickly's career. Quickly should be blessed. He should be blessed. He be, he should be thanking God that you know he got these two guards. Man, it, it, it's nice to see. Man, everybody. Everybody on the Knicks look happy, man. I'm really, I'm really super excited about these guys, man, and, and what they doing, man. I'm trying to pull up the Manu Quickly uh, interview real quick. Hold on, because I would love to hear what he had to say. Damn. Can't find it. Oh, oh well. You know. But shout out to you, man, quick. Oh, here we go. Try. Here we go. Hard to look this beautiful. Um, you know, this is Yeah, I got I got I got my own couple of Did you use them when you were little or are you using them now because they're I took them on vacation, all But as a kid, do you remember them as a kid? No. No, we used them. Okay, you gotta take a selfie of me. Hold on. I gotta take it. Yeah. Yeah, I love the fact that the first thing he said was passing. Passing was an issue for me with Emmanuel Quickly last season. Just seeing the floor, 
seeing where your guys is at. It was so many plays last season where I said quickly, what the fuck are you doing? And I don't never want to accuse a man of being a ball hog. But my God, bro. My God, it was plays last season where I'm like, yo, bro, you have to see the floor. You have to see Reddish trailing, bro. You have to see Reddish in front of you. It, it was a lot of plays last season where quickly just pissed me off. But I love Emmanuel quickly, man. I love Emmanuel quickly, man. Even with the with with the whole Donovan Mitchell shenanigans going on, I was like, man, you got you might you got to keep quickly out of that scenario. You know, quickly actually beat out Dennis Smith Jr. Um, and quickly has he, he he's improved, man. I like quickly a lot, man. I'm not used to guards like him. Um, guards who's confident in, in shooting a 30-footer. Guards who's confident in getting into the lane. I like, I love the fact that he, he spoke about working on his strength. He spoke about getting stronger. And a lot of the times what quickly was getting all the way to the cup. I think that's why he used his floater a lot during his rookie season. I, I hope he gets back to that, using that floater. I think the floater is really deadly. Um, hopefully the Knicks didn't want, didn't want to change his game completely. And he needs an in-between game. I love the threes, but you gotta you gotta mix it up a little bit quickly. You can't just shoot threes all the time. Gotta mix it up. So the in-between game with him, with me, is what I want from him, honestly. And getting his handle better. I love the fact that he got stronger, so his handle might be a little tighter. So when he gets in the lane, nobody not gonna bump him off his spot. And and, and just passing. Love the fact that he said passing. Passing is what's going to open up Quickly's game. Just like how I feel like with Reddish, rebounding will open up his game. It's certain areas of the game that can open up a player's game and he could completely see the game from another angle. He can completely uh, 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 open up other areas of his game that he doesn't even know about. So shout out to Emmanuel Quickly, man. I love Emmanuel Quickly. Um, I, I can't wait to see... Uh, uh, what his the contract negotiations will be like next summer. Um, if I was a betting man, I said that Mitchell Robinson will get his full fifteen million, four years, sixty million. If I was a betting man, I believe that quickly will be worth at least fifteen million because guards like him. Um, if he's in, if he improves his defense, I never thought he was a, a a sleeve defensively. I never thought he was lazy defensively. I thought he could. I thought he competed. Um, I never had an issue with Quickly as far as defense, but if he could get better on the defensive side of the ball, then then we could, we got something going here. Uh, I remember young Avery Bradley. You know he was really good. If Quickly could get if he could get there, and shit, we cooking, we cooking with grease. Um, so shout out to Emmanuel Quickly, man. Shout out to Emmanuel Quickly. I like the the whole. Lou Williams comparisons and stuff like that, but get like, can I get an Avery Bradley man? Somebody who's just defensively a monster, somebody who can shoot from three, probably get his own shot sometimes. The the issue with Avery Bradley is injuries, man. He just kept getting hurt, man. Just kept getting hurt. Um, shout outs to Avery Bradley, and last but not least, uh, the big dog, big dog Juju Julius Randle. Um, he spoke to the media, and he seemed at ease. He was talk. He was talking glowingly about uh, 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 Tibbs, talking about emails, twenty twenty two Tibbs, smiling. He was talking about 
you know, being a better leader, you know, stuff like that. Um, talks about repetition when it comes to his jump shot. I wholeheartedly agree with Randall with that. Just get back in the lab. Get back in the lab. It's exactly what Randall said. Just get in the lab. When people, I know I say I want Randall to 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 learn how to play off ball, but don't try to. How can I say this? Don't try to uh, don't try to completely change your game. Try to hone in what you're better at and just get better at that. You know, um, Randall, if you want to be on ball, shoot less. Think pass first before you think shoot. I think that would completely open up his game. Think pass first. Ooh, excuse me. If you think pass first, you know, it's going to open up his game. You got Brunson, got RJ, you know, you got all these guys around you. Use them. What's the use of having soldiers? You don't want to use them. Come on. Come on. So, you know, you know, hopefully Randall comes in this season. You know, he's he's mentally ready. He's mentally prepared. Uh, you know, clean slate for Randall. You know, I I I, I still honestly, I still want him traded. If you want me to be honest, I still want him traded. But at the end of the day, he's still a Nick. So I will support him. I will defend him against other fans. I don't like when other fans talk about my players. I don't like when fans try to get disrespectful about my players. So I will defend him, of course. When he has a good game, I will praise him. When he has a bad game, I will get on him. And that's the way it got to be. But I'm not looking for Randall to be a leader no more. I'm not looking to for him to... to play outside himself. I'm not looking for him to be somebody he's not. I just want Randall to be Julius Randall. And what is that? Being just just be yourself. You walk you wake up to a 2010 and 5. Okay, cool. But is is it producing winning? He got to look in the mirror a little bit. Even Thibodeau, Thibodeau got to look in the mirror a little bit. Um Thibodeau put too much on his plate. You know, you got to scale it back a little bit. Now you got some soldiers. Now you got a good bench. The Knicks is really deep, man. The Knicks have a chance to really surprise everybody, man. It's just on tips. It's on tips. What is the plan, Tibbs? Are you going to do right this season? All I want the Knicks to do is is focus on these kids, focus on Brunson, uh, uh, if you're trying to trade Randall, put Randall in the best positions to succeed. If you're trying to keep Randall and Obi, okay, put them both in, be- in the best positions to succeed. That was something that Thibodeau did not do last season. He failed at that. So I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. But shout outs to the Knicks having content day. Once again, I don't care that they shunned out the media. Uh, fuck the media. I'm 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 with them on that. Um, and let's get going, man. Let's get going. Training camp starts today, rather. Um, I'm actually recording this at four something in the morning. It's about four eighteen in the morning. And um, training camp starts today, so hopefully we get more news today. Um, shout outs to all you Knicks fans who's listening right now. The State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode one hundred one fifty nine. I appreciate all of you guys tuning in, man. I'm out of here. Peace.